Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, Beyond the Meme, DC as a hidden gem. A lot of times great brands get buried in meme and perception, and I think Washington has, a, has to constantly fight, to, has to fight back against the perception that it's a government town or a company town, and that innovation and founding and entrepreneurship, company founding, entrepreneurship uh, can happen here. Let's start with Mark Walsh. He's the outgoing head of investment innovation for the Small Business Administration, and in a prior life was one of the leaders of the first internet boom here in D.C. as part of the team at AOL, and then as CEO of VerticalNet, which still remains one of the most successful internet IPOs ever. I had an opportunity to talk with Mark before the holidays, and I started by asking him why he thinks D.C. is a distinctive place to do business. I think the biggest thing that anybody would notice is that they have a huge customer here. Uh, four trillion dollar company, four million employees, two million uniform called the United States government. So if a startup or a growing business is willing to go through the pain, the suffering and the paperwork of getting to be a vendor or supplier or partner of the USG, it's a pretty big entity. I mean, rolling over, they'll spend a billion dollars on something. Literally rolling over, like, like, like it just happened, right? So that's, I think that's both a potential benefit and sometimes a, quite a risk. Because you do see companies consumed by being a government vendor and they shut off potential commercialization possibilities because it takes so much time and effort and sort of mojo to be, mm. to be good with the government. Um, I think that there's also a huge educational infrastructure here that many cities envy. Lastly, I think there's a sense of uh, entrepreneurship that is usually dissed because a lot of that entrepreneurship curling back to my first point about the government ends up being entrepreneurship to service the United States government. Um, so I just came back from the valley. I was in Stanford for three days, the Stanford campus for three days. They got, they got the sizzle. No question they got the sizzle. But the stake, uh, so to speak, I think is as present here with some of those features of customer base, uh, educational facilities, and a sense of founders and advice givers that are founders being right here within, you know, a few miles of the zip code we're sitting in. So in June of last year, you know, the Kauffman Foundation said D.C. was a top entrepreneur region. And then I think you read my report I did for 2030 Group with summer conclusions. Were you surprised by this? Yes. Um, I'm surprised that good research found out the right results because I think uh, a lot of times great brands get buried in meme and perception. And I think Washington has, a, has to constantly fight to, has to fight back against the perception that it's a government town or a company town and that innovation and founding and entrepreneurship, company founding, entrepreneurship uh, can happen here. And every now and then you see that the diaspora, diaspora, if I'm saying it right, about the AOLs of the world and Sprints and MCI, MCIs rather and a few other huge playouts that have happened here uh, have generated great wealth and great entrepreneurial support systems. But People sort of wink and nudge and go, yeah, but other than that, there's, there's nothing there. So I, I was surprised. I was happily surprised because I think um, fighting back against the meme that we're stuffy and wear suits is important. Mark, you and I have been part of the entrepreneurial community here for quite a while. How have you seen the region change during your career here in D.C.? I think there's some demographic changes. I think we're, we are more of a global. We've always been a global city for sure because of the nature of the beast. 
But I think we have become more global. I think there uh, is, a, is a more diverse um, community of folks here. I think there is, um, thankfully, a legacy of small companies turning into really big companies here and going public that people can point to. Um, some of them are well-known. Some of them are not. Uh, I think the venture capital community has actually withered to some extent here, and I think that's too bad. When I arrived, there was probably seven or eight viable firms with reasonable bags of cash ready to invest. I think it's down to maybe three or four now, and one particularly large one. Um, I think the venture business itself has pretty changed pretty much. I think we're a reflection of that. I think the infrastructure of our city to support people living in the suburbs and, and working downtown or working downtown and living downtown or working, living downtown and working in the suburbs, I think it's actually gotten better. Uh, many, many would uh, maybe giggle at my assertion uh, because of some of our recent metro woes. But I think overall, when I got here 22 years ago, it was um, effectively a small town masquerading as a big city because it had a huge customer. And I think now it's a big city masquerading as several small places, smaller uh, kind of communities that have real vitality. That's an interesting point. You've mentioned a number of small communities that are entrepreneurial. But where do you see opportunities to build consensus across the region to create something bigger? So consensus is one of those words, I think, that um, can hide a lot of ills or potentially be misused. When I say, when I say consensus, when you ask me about consensus, um, I mean consensus surrounding infrastructure and support for startups. What do we all think startups need to have available to get good fast, get big fast, get customers fast, and grow? And I think we're still kind of feeling our way that way. Mm -hmm. I think there's still some competitive nature about the large educational institutions and how their entrepreneurship centers work together. Um, I think there's some competitiveness about how the United States government is an agent of innovation and change. I think there's um, an interesting kind of dichotomy, as I mentioned before, about uh, venture firms with one huge one and then some others that are smaller and more nimble. How do they, how do they play in the game? So I think we're not at consensus yet. Uh, certainly, and I hate to make this comparison, but certainly not at the same consensus that you see in Silicon Valley, which is the ne plus ultra of completely aligned interests up and down 101. Um, it's almost comical how unbelievably structured Route 101, that road from SF down to San Jose is, uh, surrounding a, a full consensus of founding, supporting, growing, and taking public, to some extent, taking public technology or startups. And Mark, how has proximity to Washington, D.C. affected your career? Because I work in the tech industry, it has been a challenge, and it has affected my career negatively to start with, now positively. When I went around to other tech cities and talked to other technology executives and said I lived in Washington, D.C., if I didn't say that I worked for AOL, I was instantly put in a weird bucket. Having, being able to say I worked at AOL, I was kicked up to a better, little bit of a better bucket um, of being supposedly tech savvy. Uh, I think now when I say I live in D.C. and I'm in the technology industry, now that I'm in the government working with the technology industry, innovation, stuff like that, it's a hell of a good story. Um, I think people want to be surprised about D.C. And people like me and my gig and my current job in the government, the stuff that you and, and other colleagues are doing, you know, it's fun. It's, it's a new story. It's, uh, it's sort of where Austin was maybe 15 years ago, kind of emerging 
because of what Dell did to Austin, really emerging as a platform where a lot of interests are starting to get aligned. And having the U.S. government here, I think, is going to end up being a really good thing. And that was technology entrepreneur Mark Walsh. Mark's a great example of why Washington and the surrounding community is one of the best places to be an entrepreneur and business person in the United States. Mark's had a ringside seat as an entrepreneur and as a policymaker as this region has changed from a place where only government really happened to a place where business and government both grow through entrepreneurial efforts. He's an example of the kind of entrepreneur and business person you'll hear regularly on what's working in Washington because that's why we do the show and the podcast. It's for all of you and all of us in the greater Washington business community. So see you next time on What's Working in Washington. 